Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Charm chapter 10. Whoa, I mean, ten. I mean ten. <laughs> Emancipate. At least PG Ouija was starting to snoove. Snoove. Snooze. Wait. Snurf. Zzz. There's a B. Why do they say Z's? It should be like, I don't know, because Z's, it just sounds like you're like making a B noise. Huh? Yeah, Zzz. Yeah. Or fly. Phew. We lucked out. He fell asleep. Doesn't look. Doesn't he look all cute when he's sleeping, Judy whispered. His eyes are moving, but I think he's dreaming, said Stink. Visions of cottage cheese are dancing in his head, said Judy. Visions of elevators, said Stink. Shush, she warned. Jessica Finch could be right outside that door. And it was almost four. Jessica might be coming back any minute. No squealing about that ride to you know on the you know what, said Judy, putting her finger to her lips. Knock, knock. Judy jumped up and opened the door. Sure enough. It was Jessica Finch, and she had been pinned. She had a bee painted on her face, a spelling bee. How did the spelling bee? Judy started to ask, but Jessica ran over to PG. Don't wake him up. I just got him. Too late. Jessica had already scooped PG up in her arms and was giving him hugs and kisses. PG, she said, I missed you, you little pig face. PG Ouija squealed PG and curled his tail. Aw, you missed me too, didn't you, you little guy? Jessica cooed. Mr. and Mrs. Finch came up behind Jessica. They peered inside. Moody, the Moody's hotel room was a mess. The bed was a tornado. Socks and shoes littered the floor. Trays with empty bowls of cottage cheese were everywhere. Were here and there and everywhere. What happened here? Mr. Finch asked. This place is a pigsty, said Jessica, cackling. Duh, said Judy. He's your pig. You know how he is. I'm afraid we do, said Mrs. Finch. Oh, boy. Look at that. Yikes. Oh, boy. That's, uh, that's a no thank you for me. Mom and Dad had come out of the room when they heard when they heard the commotion. The kids really had a fun time with PG, Dad said. We gave PG a bath, said Stink. I taught him how to give kisses, said Judy. And PG didn't escape or ride the elevator or anything, said Stink. Judy gave Stink a stink eye. Squealer, she muttered under her breath. She quick changed the subject. Hurry up, Jessica, tell us what, ha- what happened at the spelling bee. It was fine. Fine, Judy screeched. That's it? Judy wagged her finger at Jessica. Wait a second. I get it. If it's okay, it's, it's okay if you didn't win, you know. Yeah, but okay. Um, I did win. You won, said Judy, as in won? As in beat everyone in San, even San Jay Sharma, as in class 3T and Virginia Dare School takes home the trophy for the great third grade spelling bee? Jessica nodded. See, told you you'd win, even though I nabbed your spelling list, or I kebobbed your spelling list. Can you believe it? Our girl won, said Mrs. Finch. We are so proud of her, said Mrs. Finch. Congratulations, Jessica, Mom said. Way to go, said Dad. 
Wasn't there, was there a trophy? Oh, where's the trophy, Stink asked. Then, then I don't get it, Judy said. Why are you acting weird? I'm not acting weird, said Jessica. Yes, you are. You should be going crazy and running laps around the room and screaming I won, I won and jumping up and down on the furniture and stuff. Go ahead, honey. Tell us all about it, said Mom. Well, first I spelled cartoon and nightmare. Easy peasy, said Judy. For you, I mean. Then it got harder. I got flip-flops. And then my stomach, in my stomach when they said the word unbelievable. Because I couldn't remember if it was I before E or I or E-I-E-I-O said stink and everybody laughed. Then I got it got down to just me and Sanjay, and I thought for sure he was going to win. I was so nervous that my teeth were chattering like it was like it was in the middle of winter. What word did you win with, Judy? What Judy asked. It was Titanic, Stink asked. Was it Titanic, Stink asked. It was gargantuan, Judy asked. I, was it gargantuan, I, Judy asked. I bet it was gargantuan. Was it president, asked Stink. No, wait, was it jawbreaker? It was jawbreaker, wasn't it? Jessica shrugged. Mr. Finch said, Her mother and I were worried because it wasn't any it wasn't on any of the lists. We still don't know how she knew it, said Mrs. Finch. Jessica's pigtail bounced as she as she looked from her mom to her dad. Go ahead, tell them what your wow, word was. Wow, she stole the word from her. Oh gosh. Yep. Tell them what the word was. Sweetheart, said Mrs. Finch. Jessica dug her shoe into the carpet. She whispered something that Judy couldn't hear. Judy leapt up. What did you say? Emancipate, said Jessica. A little louder. Okay, are you happy? The word was emancipate. Emancipate, Judy cried. She couldn't help but cracking up. Hey, Stink ran over and grabbed Abe Lincoln. That's like the word on my second favorite pre president's statue. I just got it yesterday. Same, same, said Judy. Good thing Jessica didn't spell emancipatato. What a coincidence, said Dad. It's unbelievable, coinkydink. Rare, said Judy. I can't believe she stole the word from her. Well, she learned it from her. She didn't steal it from her. She, th They told it to her. They said, how do you spell emancipate? Yeah. yeah. It's unbelievable. It's an unbelievable coinkydink. Rare, said Judy. You're on a lucky strike, Jessica, said Stink, like Judy. Streak, said Judy. A lucky streak. Do you... Do you see it on my, did you see it on my statue and that's how you knew, said Stink, so I helped you win? Actually, Jessica admitted it was Judy. It was me who said you, Jessica Finch, can spell even a fifth grade words. In fact, I bet you could spell the whole entire dictionary. Thanks, said Jessica. Sorry it was such an aardvark. Oh. wolf, said Judy. Whatever, I was just nervous about, about the spelling bee. It's okay. Sorry, I was such a meatball and kebobbed your spelling list. Right over the important words, too. Meatball was one of the spelling bee words, said Jessica. No way, said Judy. I haven't, hey, I have an idea, said Dad. Let's emancipate ourselves from this hotel and go get some ice cream at Pentango to celebrate. What do you say? Then can we go to the old post office, asked Judy. They have a bell, a bell tower that you can climb up and see what's far away. Oh, I read that that clock tower has some of the best views in the city, said Mom. Great idea, said Mr. Finch and Mrs. Finch. PG loves ice cream, said Jessica. Ice cream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream, sing Stink leading the way. 
The next morning, it was time to head home. Outside, on the walk in front of the hotel, the Moody's said goodbye to the Finches for what seemed like an hour. Boring. At least the Finches' car pulled away. Oh, at last, the Finches' car pulled away. Judy ran down the sidewalk all the way down to the curb, waving, waving and blowing kisses to P.G. When the car was out of sight, Judy reached into her pocket to make a new wish on her lucky penny. What? No penny? She reached down deeper. Fooey Louie. She reached even into every corner, but all she got was lint. She checked all of her pockets twice. She even spun around looking here and there and everywhere. She checked the cracks of the sidewalk. She even searched her shoe. No luck. The penny was nowhere to be found. She checked her pockets one last time. That's when she found it. A hole. Her lucky penny was GFG, gone for good, emancipated, set free. What? Was losing a lucky penny bad and bad luck? What if she never had good luck again? All of a sudden, in a flashing light of the intersection caught her eye, two cop cars pulled up. Hoy, pulled up, stopping traffic. Judy squinted down on the streets into the bright light. Just then, she thought she could. She thought she saw. Could it be? Were her eyes playing tricks on her? Nope. Guys, guys! She yelled down the sidewalk, trying to get her family's attention. Judy rushed back to the car, banging the window to get Mom and Dad and Stink's attention. Dad had his head in the trunk, wrestling with the luggage. She jumped up, pointing and stabbing the air. It's him, for real. Did you see him? Who? asked Stink. He scrambled out of the car and climbed up on the bench and peered down the street. All I see are a bunch of black cars. The secret agent black car, said Judy. It was him, the president. I mean president. Oh, the president. I mean president. He's jogging down the street. He just jogged down that street, that cross street. No lie. Look, it's the president's motorcycle, said Dad. He must be out exercising, said Mom. I can't believe I missed it, said Stink. Judy, you saw a for-real president. No fair, you have all the luck. But I don't, Judy started to say, thinking about losing her lucky penny. Hey, wait just a lucky darn minute. She did have good luck without her lucky penny. Cool Aruni. As they pulled away, Judy gazed out the back of the window of the car until the Washington Monument was nothing but a teeny tiny dot, a speck on the horizon. She waved goodbye on the District of Cool. She, Judy Moody, was a very, very furry, merry, funny, bunny, lucky ducky. She got to go on a runaway pig adventure to help with the great third grade spelling bee and even became real friends with Jessica Finch. She, and she got a present, the present of seeing the president. Oh, a present. A present of seeing the president. Pretty cool. All right, another book down. What book are we moving on to? Oh, no, sweet. Um, Nine? Book? What? Nine? No. Seven? No. Sixteen? No. Oh, what comes twelve. after? Oh, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. What? Book twelve it is. You want to grab it and start it? Wait, you're writing book twelve? Well, we just finished book eleven. Yeah. Okay, bye.